There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome back to part three of the, the Stompcast. Gosh, we're having a great stomp, guys. I'm loving this. I might have trench foot still. It is gently drying out. I think the more that if we stomp enough, yeah. I'll have dry feet before we drive home, which Amazing. would be lovely. Anyway, part one and part two, God, we covered so many different things. And I've really enjoyed kind of kind of delving into like your creative side and, and your story because I think it is really interesting. Even though I hope it comes across the right way, I think you're at an early point of your story already. Uh-huh. There's some really fascinating uh, points in that story and also some things I think that people can really take away and one of those I'd like to talk about is your decision to leave university because uh-huh. a lot of people feel you have to go to school right go to school do your exams yeah. you have to go to college or, or whatever and then yeah. go to university and you must get through university you must get your thing and uh-huh. then you get a job and that's like defined success or whatever yeah I'd imagine like it's quite a big decision to leave university doing what you love you like enjoy music yeah, to yeah. pursue music but outside of university yeah. I mean, how did you come to that decision and was there any kind of like from family going mm-hmm. should you be doing this um so yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a massive thing right it's a massive thing for anyone and i think because because i think from where i'm from the status quo is to go to uni mm. uh so so if you differ from that it's weird um but in terms of family so i went i did go for you to uni for about maybe five six months yeah um i wasn't there long and it was during the pandemic, so that factored into my views as well. It was coming out of the pandemic, but, but the restrictions were still there. And for something like music, it's quite a collaborative thing. So if you can't do that, it, it kind of hindered it a little bit. But my family have always been really supportive. Like my, my two sisters and, and my parents have always, you know, said, if, if you want to do it, then do it. And, and just shown me how to work hard at it do you know what I mean and and try and, and try and make it work so when when I wanted to drop out it was like it was still a huge decision because mm. the security of education and getting a degree goes but at the same time I was doing popular music so it's kind of if, I, if, if you sign a record deal yeah. from doing popular music you yeah. kind of you to a to point achieve. yeah that that was the that was the aim um, for me anyway there were, there were people who want to be you know, musicians or professors. And or, I guess academics of music yeah, as well. Of yeah, course, I mean, there's loads kind of, of there's route, loads yeah. of avenues you can go into for music, and I think that that isn't spoken about enough. There's there's a lot of it's not just a one-dimensional thing. You're either an artist or you're nothing. In, Very in the true. Because I think a lot of people think of like, oh, you go to music. It's like your the goal or success is like, right, okay, you do your music degree, then you go on and play in a band, and yeah. then you become the Beatles or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, you exactly. know, although that's obviously not the route they actually took. But anyway, the, the the point being is like maybe there's quite a lot of pressure in those degrees as well, right? I mean, I yeah. you, I guess, the, I guess because that's when you wanted to achieve. It's the dream, you know. You kind of got your goal and therefore like right I'm going to go and do this uh-huh. which is still obviously got its risks etc uh-huh. but I guess it's probably quite hard for people who yeah who who feel under pressure to succeed because there is this like right you either lose Capaldi or whatever yeah. you know yeah 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 it's it was a massive decision it was a massive decision and adjusting to 
because also one thing that's that's great about uni and, and school in general when I look back is is the routine I'm very much a creature of routine and and that keeps me grounded so every day I have to do certain things do you know what I mean wake up and stretch and then run and then you know and if I don't do that things start falling apart do you know what I mean and and uni and and school and whatever they give you that that structure to operate within so when you come out of it and especially in the music industry it's not nine to five and it's not really linear and it's all a bit all over the place you're here one day you you might be busy for eight days straight and not stop and then you'll have four days where you've got nothing in or this is this is my experience of it anyway so and that can be quite challenging in terms of like you go from you go from the high of doing a show or the yeah. high of something and then you go to absolutely mm. like nothing and and that's quite weird but going back to, to uni i think um it depends, it depends what degree you want to do as well. I think in the creative industries, you can do, you can do quite a lot on your own, mm. especially with social media. Mm. Um, it, it depends what you want to do, but, but the, the tools are there for you. And, and sometimes getting experience is the best way of doing it. Um, so for me, I was like, right, I, I, do, I do want to leave. I, I don't want to amass any more debt. Yeah. And I was listening to your podcast. I forget her name now, but the, the financial, the money specialist. Yeah, that was Gemma. Br- that, yeah, yeah, Gemma, that was, yeah, that was brilliant. Mummy mum, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was money great. Mummy mum? I said mummy mum. Mummy mum. That's yeah. a bit of a tongue teaser, isn't it? Uh-huh. And um, it was really interesting, like, listening to that. And, and especially my sister wants to be a doctor, so amazing. She, she, she was listening to your thing and, 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 and learned a lot. But yeah, so, so I was like, okay, I kind of want to you know, just just crack on. Yeah. But but even then, it's a, it's a big decision. But but again, I think you can go. I I would like to go back in the future to uni and do something different. Like I love literature. I love like uh, English literature. So just to, to actually learn more about yeah. it, because there can be uh, like a a culture around uni where it's a, it's a little bit drinking and it's a little bit whatever, and you get the whole package, and maybe mm. you don't take advantage of the actual yeah, learning. Yeah, learning. Well, I, and I, I really that kind of segues me beautifully onto something else I wanted to ask you about because, let's be frank, I mean, like a lot of music is synonymous with like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And and, I, and from what from talking to you, I can tell that you're someone that is interested in well-being. I mean, yeah. like it is clear from some of the things that you've said already that you're someone that's quite aware of that. And I think it's a beautiful thing actually of the, the way the world's changing. Yes. Like I think it's a really positive thing. Yeah. And, and having more musicians and people in your industry talking about things is very important. But how do you kind of, you know, as you as you grow and, and as you go and do tours and so on, mm-hmm. how do you balance that? Because there's a lot of pressure, especially being a young person, but definitely in the music industry. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's widely talked about to be a part of a certain thing, you know, late nights, partying, yeah. drugs are offered and all that kind of stuff. I don't know, maybe yeah, maybe no, I'm stereotyping, no. I'm not trying to generalise, but yeah. does that, is that something like, is there, an, is there an awareness, like can you go and, you know, be a huge superstar and avoid Without all those things? Without that. I think it's becoming more and more common that that is the case, actually. My life now, I, I write songs, I go to a studio, I go to a hotel and then I get on the train and I yeah. go home. Yeah, yeah. It's very, yeah. and then maybe I'll go out once every two months. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying this is the way it'll be yeah, forever, yeah, yeah. but it's really not sex, drugs and rock and roll yeah. by any means. But that's not the type of person I am. I, yeah. I love a, a routine, but, but then at the same time, quite in some of my music, it is about that because I have experienced that as well. Yeah. Like being at uni and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, 
you're, if, if someone's listening, they're going, do you know what, I, I love music and I want to, I am, you know, because I'm just imagining, so I am an yeah. introverted person. So if I want to be a musician, it would make me very, very anxious at the thought of going and having yeah. to be a party. I like to be in bed by nine o'clock. Yeah, you know me mean? too, me too. <laughs> I like to be I in love bed that. at nine. I love that. <laughs> so basically what you're saying is that you can do both, can you? Can, you I can think so. have both. Yeah, yeah, you can. I mean, when, when, I'm, when I'm touring, like, that was when I was, like, staying up the latest. But even then, all of my band, like... I sit there. I've got my I've got my night bonnet on as soon as we go into the tour bus. Like I, I'm asleep. I'm steaming. Do you know what I mean? There's no kind of craziness. So you can definitely, if, if there, yeah, like you said, if there is anyone who's who's worried about that side of things. Because I mean, there's quite it, famous people now that do make that take that choice. Yeah. I mean, Ed, I'm one of the. I mean, Ed Sheeran. I I love Ed Sheeran. And yeah. he um he was on Des Island Discs a few years ago, and he talked about how like. He was in a place where he was going on stage, performing to all these people coming off with that kind of post-stage yeah, high, yeah. and then you're chasing that high. Other yes, things come in, yes. and uh, and then and like now he's obviously like his life is completely different, but he's like he seems to do both now. He yeah. goes on tours and stuff, and I think I don't know. I, I guess I, I think you know. it's very much yeah. doable. I think, and it's becoming increasingly because you see the documentaries about Oasis and like Supersonic, mm, and yeah. they're doing drugs and then they're smashing this up and then they're on to the next gig. That is not my experience of. Of, and obviously they do, I do, you know, different type of music to them. But there's more so now there is, it is the Ed Sheerans who, who look after themselves rather than like kind of people who go crazy because that's, if you want longevity and a, and a career that, that will last, like you have to keep yourself up. And I've got, a, my immune system's made of paper, so I just cannot, <laughs> I just cannot do it. I really cannot do it. I get tonsillitis if, if I even look at like, Somebody really in the wrong way. That actually sounds like me if I was a rock star. I'd be a really boring rock star, to be honest. Be my rock and roll would be having a bath ball and a candle at night. Yeah, that's tucked it. up with my dog. Yeah, that would be that my style of rock and roll. That is but it. Because I, I don't. I think over the years, over the years, I think it has been sold that to be creative, and that's why uh -huh. I kind of started the question earlier than maybe asked about this is that. The creativity and success is linked to us like partying and yeah. like you go through you know you like you know Kurt Cobain moments smashing up yeah, the stage yeah, yeah. like. So creativity can come from peace, can it? You can make kind of all these songs from a place of like quiet, I think, not chaos always. I don't want to say completely yes, because mm. I do have times where I think, well, I need a life experience to write about. Sure. If I've been in the studio for like two weeks writing or, or longer and just focused, really focused on posting enough and, mm. and, and, and finishing songs and, and it's all been very regulated, I will often kind of like, start to go a bit yeah. nuts and just like call my friends and then mm -hmm. go on the like most seedy horrible night out yeah. and it's just like you wake up like feeling awful but but then you have a bit of life experience mm -hmm. so that's what i'm trying to do now where i don't get to the point where it's super one thing then super the other balance. it's a yeah balance so that's that's what i'm kind of working on so so you, you have both but you need you need life experience and one thing about music becoming my job and and with anyone whose passion becomes their job to try and keep the two to keep the passion still yeah. there when there are deadlines and there's this and there's that and everything that's kind of and they get intermingled is is a really important thing but yeah so i think you still need life experience but you don't need to there's no pressure to you know to ruin yourself for it what is the what's the next steps for you like what's the future now i mean like i i'm excited to i want to see you at glastonbury how cool that'd be if i come along to glastonbury yeah. and i see you like what what is the what's the next steps and like do you have what well, you will have of course trashy what is your like plan i guess is what I'm asking. um so for the next year um 
So I, ha I had this EP come out socialising last, the end of last year, very end of last year, and, and we did it all for that. We've got another couple shows on sale for that, so I'm looking forward to them. Then hopefully playing a load of festivals in the summer. And um, what's the dream? What's the dream? What's festival? the dream? The dream festival. It's got to be Glastonbury, yeah. right? You, you, I mean, that that is Pyramid like. Stage, what stage would you play if you chose a first stage? Would you go like I want to play Pyramid, or is that? Dude, kind of I, like... I, I I would, in an ideal world, have I'd have one. At the moment, I'll take anything that they give me. Yeah. Um, but 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 like, um, you'd love to play the Pyramid when the sun's setting. Oh. Do you know? That I saw be... uh, Sam Fender um, really? last summer, and it was. Yeah, it was kind of cool because I guess it's like I, I see a similar kind of thing where it's like you kind of start at Aladdin and he's going to blow up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think social played a part of his Sounds, in some sense yeah, yeah. as well. You know, kind of guess it's interlinked. But you do look at that moment. I think that, that must be such a high. Yeah. But even yeah. then, I mean, because you perform to hundreds of people, the high of going on stage. Yeah. I mean, that must be such a buzz. Isn't it's it? my it's my favorite my favorite things to do are writing the songs mm. and then performing yeah, them. What do you prefer? There's a question. Do you prefer the writing of going like, wow, okay, I've got something here, or is it is it going on stage and actually performing? What gives you the biggest buzz? Oh, that's really hard to choose between. I've never had to choose between that's them so before. They're so different, aren't they? Yeah, I think. Um, oh, that's really that's hard. A tough one, I guess, that's isn't really it? hard. Uh, they've both got different different appeals. things because when when you write and and you write a good song it's like it's so cathartic it's like a piece mm. of you has come out and everything becomes unclouded and um yeah th that 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 is amazing but then when you see the songs yeah. in action i talked before about like playing bleak live and yeah. seeing the effect that that has wow. and the kind of you know that 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 togetherness mm. then then it's like it's something so on a personal level writing is is what you know keeps helps keep my mental mm. health in check really and but then but then seeing the bigger impact that it has it, when you perform live is it's like a treat it's a right of its yeah own, it's, isn't yeah it? yeah it's, it's own i mean i've had i don't know different but similar to someone singing back your song but yes. i was walking the other day and i had someone stop me and just yes. showed me their phone and like my stomp cast yeah. picture was yeah. on their phone and they were yeah. literally listening while walking that's amazing and that to me i guess is a similar thing and like they stopped we had a conversation for a few minutes oh, and, like, wow. and then there is I guess it's different but yeah you kind of that's almost like my my our music I should say yeah. producer Charlie throw some at me throw me some snowball at me <laughs> our music we're kind of giving out and then there's an amazing thing it's not I don't know I, I like to think I hope it's not like an ego rather than oh gosh someone's listening to the song yeah. cast but it is a feeling of like oh you've created something and, and someone has actually landed and yes. it's appreciated and they've gone this is this is amazing. Yeah, it, it just yeah. I could imagine like yeah, standing there, pyramid stage. That would be yeah. That wow. would be. I mean, that would happen. be incredible. Do you manifest it? Do you believe in manifestation? Do you um, think about like affirmations of like I'm going to do this? I'm going to be on the. On the I stage? kind of. Uh, see, I'm I, I'm torn up about. I don't really understand manifesting too much. Mm -hmm. Is it you just think about stuff? Yeah, enough, I guess. I guess. Um, I, I mean, I'm a very big believer in um, in self fulfilling prophecy. You yeah. know, the kind of idea that you know, if you move in a certain direction, you know, if you've got north, south, east, and west, if you walk towards the direction of west, you're probably yeah. going to end up west. Yes. You know, the movement in a direction, and I think I yes, active yeah. manifestation of like I believe that I am going to, you know, for me, I, I believe that I'm going to change policy and mental health like yeah. i'm going to do it i'm going to take steps towards that even if small yeah. steps yeah that to me makes it so much more likely yes. I, I envisage it like right we get this money that i want towards mental health so yeah. do you know what i mean I, yeah maybe that's true maybe that's 
maybe it's not true, but I, I feel for me it helps. Yes, it, it's kind of programming yourself to do it, right? Yeah, no, no, yeah. So I, I believe in that. I guess I, I just didn't understand the term. Yeah, it, it's it's like keeping focused on on the goal, right? Absolutely. Well, I um, I'm excited for the day that I see you at Glastonbury. Let's do our. Are you ready for health facts of the week? Yeah, more than. I I, I enjoy these because it kind of some of these are more like hardcore scientific okay. ones, and other ones are just a loose bit of fun. So okay. let's dive into it and see where we go. So this week's health fact of the week, um, and seeing as though uh, we're up by the sea and you're from West Kirby, uh-huh. which is obviously on the coast, we thought we'd do a fact around that. So an extensive study done into happiness in natural environments asked 20,000 smartphone users to record their sense of well-being and their immediate environment at random intervals. Uh, a little bit how like Be Real sends you notification yeah, to take yeah. that kind of photo. And it shows that coastal areas were the happiest locations and they scored much higher than other urban environments. Interesting. And I, I wonder, I wonder because I, when I read that, the first thing that popped to my head was that when you're kind of at the coast, you do a lot of kind of horizon gazing yes. off into the horizon. Yes. And um, there's, there's research that basically shows that when you gaze into the horizon, it, it kind of encourages the brain to process. So like yeah. eye movement therapy is around like horizontal vision and moving your eyes so that you kind of process. And I think oh, there's wow. almost like, and I guess as well, like the, we're literally by the ducks and by the water now. Yeah. Like, Humans love water, don't we? I mean, yeah, we're made yeah. by, we're like 70% yes, water, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's part of us and it feels so calming. I mean, do, do you find that? Is that a happy place for you? Yeah, oh, hugely, hugely. Like, so I, I go down to London to write and record a lot. And, and if I'm there for like a week, two weeks, and I come back, the first thing I do, I, I'm absolutely dying to go and run down the, the promenade and, 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 and around the beach and stuff and, and just breathe that air and, and, and have that space. And it's, it's really interesting that you, you can explain it in better scientific terms than I can because I just see myself as like a dog that needs to be walked and I just like, <laughs> just leg it, absolutely leg it. Like my mum says that when I run, I am like a, a dog at first because I just like bound along. <laughs> But, um, I've got an interview just running up the beach now. It, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like just, it's almost like the freedom, isn't it? And, I go, yeah. and as you're saying that, I mean, it reminds me, my special place for me is in yeah. New, there's Newgale Beach in Pembrokeshire in West Wales. It's yeah. where my childhood is. Whenever yes. I go there, you're by the sea and you feel this kind of sense of calm. And I have a uh, painting, a local painter painted this view that is like, for me, captures Newgale Beach beautifully. And even looking at that painting or picture makes me feel calm. And there is really good, a lot of studies looking uh, into actually even looking at nature, looking Mm. at the sea, looking at peaceful green surroundings, reducing your sense of of anxiety. So yeah, yeah. and and, and actually I wonder as well, I'm sure like being, surely being around nature and water and things, probably great for your creativity as well. Yeah, definitely. I I went to, um, so lucky enough to go often to the Lake District with with my family and and every time you go out there you just feel that there's so much technology and whatnot but at the end of the day you're kind of an animal right so like to be around it it just feels right and it, it, it does help my creativity a lot I have time to think and process things and and look at what ideas I've amassed in in sort of the chaos of like day-to-day life and then you kind of sit down and like lay them out and go through them which one's good which one's bad and yeah no so it, it's hugely important for me it must be beautiful West Wales I've been to um, Abbasock yes yes um, a couple of times and absolutely 
Like beautiful place. Gorgeous. So nice. Beautiful, beautiful place in, indeed. Well, thank you so much. I've enjoyed this episode so much. If people want to follow you, what's your TikTok handle so they can search you right now and follow you? Um, my TikTok handle is michael.aldag, A-L-D-A-G. So make sure you go and follow. And how can, where do people go if they want to watch you live and they want to engage in your music? How do they find you to go and watch on your tours? Um, so my music is on any streaming service. Again, just Michael Aldag and uh, tickets for my tour. I've got a couple of dates up at the moment. Um, is on my website, which Wicked. is just michaelaldo.com. Wicked, so please do head over to the website and, and, and have, a, have a watch. I'd love to come along, actually. You're going to be doing oh, yeah, London? Yeah, Are you yes. going in London? Yeah, 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 you're Wicked. more than but I'd welcome. love to, and actually, and what I'd love is that when I learn the piano, is if you'd come and we could make a TikTok together. That would be fantastic. I'd play with the piano. I'll play piano badly, and you make up for it with the rest of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, thank that'd you. Be fantastic. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed it. And what a fantastic location. This is why I love the Stompcast, and it's uh -huh. actually why I love walking as much as I possibly can and trying new locations, because you never know what you're going to find. Yeah. This is a beautiful park. So. If yeah. you're in the area, if you're in Liverpool, come along here because it is wonderful. It's a beautiful place. Brilliant. Thank you, sir. Nice. Thank, Thank you. you. Wicked. Absolute pleasure. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.